N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 272 of the NYYST podcast presented by NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Dr. Gofouch. You, Dr. Gofouch yourself. If you are not watching on YouTube, Chris is finally paying off a bet. He's wearing his I Love Dr. Fauci mask. It's so (laughs) uncomfortable. I can't breathe. All right. So I'm going to make you a deal here. I was thinking about this today. Okay. Normally, one of our shows runs about an hour and 20 minutes. We'll say it's about average time. Okay. So I'll make a deal with you. If you wear it straight through the entire show, because you're supposed to wear this episode plus part of another one. You wear this episode straight through, you're done. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. I'm fat and I can't breathe. How many people are watching this right now? For the first time, like watching us and they're and they're sitting there going, or no, they'll watch a clip, right? Anyone who's actually coming in and watching it, it would never say this, but anyone who sees a clip of this on Twitter, there's gonna be a few people that go, Good for him. Good for him. He should be safe. And so I or, just want to make people happy. Or you have to wear it for 15 minutes for the next four shows. Oh, One show dude. straight through. Or four, the next four episodes, 15 minutes in each show. Fuck. You're, so it's three it's episodes. I'll negotiate three episodes, 15 minutes. That's it. I'm not coming up from that. I am equivalent to the owners not coming up from 22%. Um, and that's it. So you well, can, I can walk away from the table until you go fuck yourself. I can do that. Doctor, go about yourself. Uh, Three episodes, 17 minutes. I told you I'm not coming up from the 15 minutes. All right. Well, then you got to wear it for the entire episode this time and half the next episode. All right, fine. That was the three episodes, 17, 16 minutes, final. All right. Three episodes, 16 minutes. Deal. Deal. I see how the, easy that was? I have the... Yeah, see, we should, we should be fucking <laughs> negotiating. Holy shit. This is great. I actually look good in this mask. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't breathe. All right, so I got you down for another uh, 14 minutes here. No, I'm, I have us at three minutes, so uh, 13 minutes. Okay, I'll, I'll let you slide on this one. All right, but you, I'm going to hook you up. You got to stick to the 16 minutes next two episodes. You're fucking my, your, your headphones are terrible. I um, don't know where the other ones are. I know, I so know, dude, I, I know. It's okay. Listen, we're going to do the, before we get into anything, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do the mask test. You want to see how safe this mask is? Go ahead. I'm gonna do a little, a little puffy of the vape, and let's see how much of it stays underneath the mask. Wow, this is a great I'd mask. Say, I'd say that was all of it. That's a great mask. 
I right, why don't you why don't you bookkeep and I can see if I can find the other headphones. If not, right. we're just gonna have to suffer today. All right, I'll mute I'll mute your uh, thing. So if you if you make a lot of fucking noise, okay. no one will hear it. Okay. All right. Uh, this episode, of course, is brought to you by MIY News TV and our patrons at patreon.com slash MIYST. If you want to support the MIYST podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash MIYST. Um, for as low as five bucks a month, you can help support the show. We are going to be pumping out some bonus content. I know we say that all the time, but just waiting for this fucking season to get going. Um, and another thing we haven't officially announced yet, but we do have a big event coming up, um, June, June 25th, which, you know, God willing, the season gets underway. Uh, there will be some bonus stuff to anyone, uh, joining the event at Yankee stadium, Yankees Astros. Um, anyone joining the event that is a patron will get some free stuff from us. And, uh, of course, if you're listening on Apple podcasts, Please take a second, leave us a five-star rating and review. And uh, that's about it. So now I have, I'm going to, I'm going to take this down until Christian. Wow. can hear myself so much better. I think for the quality of the show, I'm going to have to just keep it down. It's for the show. It's for the show. I don't even know what to, you know, I guess I'll just fill a little bit here. I don't know. I was doing a lot of thinking the other day on all of this and one thing keeps popping up and I'm sure I'll bring this up when Christian gets back to the screen here, but a lot of these, these charts and not, and not to go too deep into these fucking negotiations anymore because I'm getting really sick and tired of it. Like we said, the last two weeks, I don't care who's, who's at fault here anymore. My, you know, I've been, I've been unbiased throughout this whole thing. So, you know, obviously I, I have no dog in the race here and I just kind of take it how I see it. And I, I try and think logically on everything and I'm not right by any means all the time. I just, how I, you know, I, I appreciate it. I've had a couple people DM me and, you know, maybe the conversation starts kind of nasty, but by the end of it, they, they've realized that I'm, I'm open to learning, you know, different perspectives and different, facts of this whole negoti negotiation. So um I've stayed unbiased. I'd say right now I'm a little I'm a leaning I'm leaning a little more towards uh, the players here just because I feel like now the owners are just fucking spiteful. Um where I thought they would budge a little bit and I thought something would get done. But uh what I was gonna say with, with what I was thinking I, I'll bring up when when Christian gets back to the uh to the screen here, but I am back rough. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, that for, rough. for the quality of the show, for the quality of the show, you just got to hear how much different. Ready? Listen to this. You hear this? You hear yeah. The, you hear the difference? Uh -huh. And then this, I mean, okay. this, this is a good mask. If you're going to, if you would still feel the need to protect yourself from COVID, Get the doc, get the I love Doctor Go Fauci self mask. Look at this. You can't even. My voice isn't even coming through. It's wild. Very good mask. Is, do I sound better? It's wild. Is that? Are those the other ones? Those are the ones I've been using. Does it sound any better? Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. 
They were. I found them in the dog's bed. Why they were in there, I don't know. Those are so. Those are the other ones. These are these are the ones we've been using. Uh Yeah, they're still doing the scratchy scratch. Oh, okay. They are better though. You're right. I don't know what to tell you. Whatever, Uh dude. We'll figure it out. What you know? What when when the owners and 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 players Mm -hmm. figure it out, we'll figure it out. I could record from the mic, but that means I got to sit on the computer, and I don't like the way the friggin' the lights look in the background. And now we're we're also a video pod, so you video presentation you is take important. It into consideration, yeah. I don't like the way that the lights look, and uh, the room's not really. I could. I don't know if I could really maneuver the computer into another area. Nah, you're okay, dude. Don't even worry about it. Okay, okay, okay. You sound fine. Uh, so I guess you were getting into the fact that we have no baseball. Uh, the uh, when was the deadline? Monday. It was Monday. Yeah. And then they extended. Right. They it was supposed to be Monday. They extended it to five o'clock on uh, Tuesday. They still didn't come to an agreement. And then Major League Baseball officially announced the cancellation of the first two series of the year. Um, you know. You were saying you're kind of more swaying towards the players. Again, I'm not picking sides because I asked for one thing to happen and one thing to happen only, and that's don't mess with March 31st, and they messed with it. So to me, they're both pieces of garbage. Oh, yeah. Both sides can both sides can absolutely go fuck themselves because the one thing that we all wanted was baseball on March 31st, and we're not getting it. So Look, there's report. We're recording I, Saturday night. Hold on one second. I just want to get this out. We're recording Saturday night. Recording usually we record usually uh, on Sunday, so there might be something changing before you hear this on Monday. No, both sides are scheduled to meet on Sunday. So I mean, do you really expect any major no. changes to happen? Not no. really, but there is a meeting taking place on Sunday. Um, what I wanted to say was, I just want to make it clear. I'm not taking, it's not that I'm taking sides. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, um, I don't know, up my credibility here. in the fact that I'm not, I'm not being biased. Like all those, all those episodes where I'm trying to make a case for the owners here. It's not because I want to, I don't want to make a case for them. I just felt, I just felt the players were the ones holding this up and, when I said I'm swaying more towards the players, I what I really meant was I feel like the owners now again are the ones holding this up. But I just wanted to to bring this up real quick. And again, I, I I'm on I'm with you here. I don't want to spend time talking about this. Um, but these charts that are going around, I think they need to be thoughts. Addressed. Okay, thoughts. I'm a big chart guy. I love I love a good chart. Are you okay? Marshall Erickson? I, I really, and when it comes to charts, I love a good chart, right? Some charts aren't good. Some charts you look at and you're just more confused than, than before. Some charts are great. And I don't blame people for just looking at them and posting them and tweeting them and so on and so forth. But there's a chart going around, and it and this is not just true for this year. It's been for the last handful of years. This chart where you see you know a line for revenue and a line for payroll, and some of them have the the tax in the middle. Oh, because we've been arguing about this for right, what, four years, years now. Years, years. With uh, look at the Yankees' revenue compared to their payroll, and it's not. And look, they were spending a greater percentage of their revenue on payroll in 1998 than they are in 2018. So right? remember all that shit. Yeah. So listen, can you just give me ten minutes of you not being a baseball fan? 
and just being a business guy because you're you have a business degree i feel like if you Somewhere. can just take baseball out of this for a second and and i just want to run some thoughts by you the first thing is i don't care about those charts why i don't care about revenue revenue means nothing nothing what does revenue mean christian what does it's it mean revenue. hold on what does it mean when you're comparing it to how much money you have to spend for your employees. How revenue compared to how much money you have on hand? No, no. I'm saying what is re- what is the relevance of revenue when you're trying to justify how much money you should be spending to pay your employees? It has relevance, but not as much relevance as people think it does. You know how you know how in in on the SAT they'd give you a math problem and one uh-huh. of the answers would be like not enough information. Okay, they give That's you the answer problem. for this. Okay. Because okay. what, what are we missing from the equation, Christian? What their profit is. Correct. And how do you determine profit? You want to know revenue th- minus expenses. And, and is payroll the only expense that, that uh, owners are taking? Is payroll the only expense owners are taking might be, from the revenue? To be honest with you, it might be one of their lesser expenses. Oh, okay. Now we're getting somewhere. And Christian, let me ask you something. As a business guy, of course, um, as 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 we progressed in the last five, six years, would you say that things have gotten less expensive or more expensive for us? Oh, you mean that we paid over four dollars a gallon for gas today? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I have a question. In if you're a baseball owner, does does that does inflation not like does that not count for you do you just pay the same price every year for the last 20 years no matter what or do you actually well yes or do your costs go up as the cost cost of living goes up in in the in the world well let's say stadium uh, stadium uh, operating expenses are just to keep it simple 100 dollars, right and now used to be able to get a hot dog for a penny. Just just keeping things simple. Right? And now you go now you have to go to your wholesaler or whoever, restaurant depot, whoever it is you go to get your hot dogs from. And they have to charge you three cents a penny, mm-hmm. three cents per hot dog. Mm-hmm. So now that's less money for the for the for the for the business owner, is it not? Because now yeah. what cost them a penny now costs them three pennies. Correct. So yes, that whether whether people want to understand this or not, you know, it is what it is. Here, here's a great but, here's a great example. When did uh, the Yankees sign uh, a Uh I mean, when when did they trade for him in two thousand? No, no. When did they sign him? When did they give him a contract? When Hank when uh, it was twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Which is which is right around the time I, this chart started from my from my recollection. Maybe it was twenty ten. How much money did they pay a Rod? I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. It it was it a was comparing it to guys today. Same you know same caliber of player at the same point of in, in his career. Would you Let's say it, it was pretty comparable? Yeah, look it up. I don't know if it was comparable. Uh, look it up. Do you know it? No, I, I, 
imagine it was over 300 million or at 300 mm. million. Let's see here. No, it couldn't have been that that much. Because what? He only played another another 5 years after that. Uh, what did he get? My point is while while you look this up. My point is would you say going to the stadium has significantly gotten more expensive each year from now to 2013? So, of course, revenue is going to shoot through the roof because you're spending more. Now, I'm not sitting here and saying that payroll shouldn't go up also. All I'm saying is you are not coming to the table with the proper information to have a legitimate debate when you don't when you can't tell me what the teams are profiting each year. Because revenue means nothing unless you can tell me that number. Alex Rodriguez's contract in 2013 is a bargain in today dollars. What was it? 10 for 275. Okay, but we're talking about a guy who had a lot of baggage. I'm also what, talking What that, was his first contract uh, actually from the Rangers? 10 for 252. 10 for 252? Okay. You can talk all the baggage, Chris, uh, until Stanton signed his 13-year deal with the Marlins. <coughs> Excuse me. That A-Rod deal from the Yankees was the highest contract ever given out to a major league baseball player that was the biggest contract in history a run and so and so stan signed his deal okay so so let's let's so figure this now that's a that's what, a bargain in what was the dollars so that was the biggest then has <sighs> that been broken since i just told you stan and then since then i believe trout did trout beat that what about um what about the Machado dude? and Harper probably beat it too. Yeah. This, what about um, this, what about Strasburg? Because this article is from 2016. So what about um, um what about the dude who uh, the Mets just signed? That idiot. Scherzer? No. Last year, the shortstop. In terms of total dollars, yes, it did beat it. Oh, so are players making more money now? Than they did then? That would be fair to say. Okay. Is it, could it possibly be that payroll isn't really going to correlate that much regardless? Because no matter what year you're in, baseball doesn't have a, they have 1,200 players and maybe only 10 to 15 true superstars. Could that be true? Yes. And are those superstars making more money now than they did then? Yes. You're not... I'm sorry, but why does anyone care what the Pittsburgh Pirates are paying their their players? I'm sorry. Do the players have to stay there? Do the players have to sign there? No. And when a player... When a player coming up through the system gains credibility and they're due money can they not hit free agency 
So the fight should never be payroll has to compete with revenue. I'm all for the whole service time and all of that and guys getting contracts earlier on. But that could be a double-edged sword too. Because what if a guy comes up and he needs a couple years before he's actually the man and he starts doubting himself and he takes a contract too early and he gets paid shit, but then he explodes. I mean, you got to think of these trade-offs, guys. All I'm saying is, and I'll wrap it up here, the chart means nothing. Stop talking to me about revenue. I'm not saying I don't want to fight with you. I'm not saying I don't want to fight for the cause with you. I'm not saying the owners aren't wrong. Maybe they are. But you're coming to the table with your argument with the wrong shit, and people just don't think. People don't take a second to just think of it because they just hate the owners. I don't care about revenue, guys. I care about profit, and guess what? You go Google how much profit the Yankees made in any and the last handful of years I had tried. You know what pops up? Revenue, 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 revenue. No GP. I can't get the Yankees GP. Just to, I would try to make a chart of my own. Couldn't do it. You think that's... Couldn't do it. You think that's uh, by design or no? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if they're not publicly traded companies, these things are not readily accessible. You know, you could probably find that out for somebody Why like is revenue? Nike. Why is revenue uh, readily accessible then? Because they probably have it based on um, like contracts and shit like that. Those things I think you can look up. Yeah, why? Because it really doesn't fucking matter. Because I could sit here and sell you a $25 shirt where my cost is $24. No, sorry. I can sell you a fucking $5 shirt where my cost is $4 and I could sell it to a million people and tell everyone in the world that I made fucking $5 million. And, and walk around like a like the big swinging dick of the city. When in reality, the shirt cost, the shipping cost, uh, the cost for the website that I sold it off of, the cost for this, the cost for that, I actually in the red. Not saying that that's the case for MLB teams. All I'm trying to say is revenue means shit. All right. Good night. All right, bye. Done. So as John Heyman, okay, he reported uh, um, that the team uh, just now this here. This is a couple hours ago. I hate John Heyman, fucking cuck. Uh, this was also reported by Ken Rosendahl. Top negotiators from MLB and the Players Union will meet tomorrow. Uh, no players will be attending the meetings, which is probably good. Good. Uh, he also goes on to say that the players union agreed to a 12 team postseason, but would consider at least one 14 team, one 14 team option, a five game series where the number one seed gets a buy seeds two and three start with a quote ghost win. Uh, but MLB prefers 14 MLB prefers 14 teams, but do not uh, said to not be, um, in favor of the five-game series or ghost wins. Oh, you know what? You know what, Christian? I'm glad that came out because that is the, the nail in the coffin for me when it comes to debating if Tony Clark is a competent leader or not because if you're not sitting there telling your guys that 
the easier it is to make the playoffs in any capacity, whether it's one game, fucking whether it's seven inning game, whether it's a fucking ghost win, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. The easier it is to say you were a playoff team, the easier it is to disguise as a relevant competitive team, and the easier it is for owners to not spend more money. End of story. Because what does everyone say? You make the playoffs in baseball and anything can happen, right? So that's that's the goal for, for most of these guys. I don't know what your argument was. What was your argument? My argument is, why would the players, if they truly care about all the players on all the teams, you, they would be in favor of a 14-game Why would they be in favor team? of a 14-team uh, postseason to make it easier for owners to put a playoff team on the field well, they're without they're spending, a, they're in favor of a twelve-game post, uh, twelve-team postseason. But they said one fourteen-team. That it was, yes, this doesn't matter. This I, is what it, any capacity. This, Just like I said, the is, wild card losing in the wild card doesn't even feel like you were a postseason team. And you say yeah, postseason, yeah. See, they got you. It is. It's considered right. the postseason, and so would this proposal from from. Uh, from the players. But this ghost one thing is so stupid. Yeah, the MLB is trending towards these ghost ghost wins, ghost runners, uh no yeah, more this was, this, no, no more uh pitch no more intentional walks, you just hold up four, it's ghost pitches. Yeah, but that was the players that wanted that. I ghost know. Win. I know I'm saying it's just it just proves that's the evidence I need to prove that Tony Clark is incompetent in in negotiating things that he actually can prove that he thought through. Like, someone has to be there and go, and, dude, guys, listen, I know it sounds great, but this is the trade-off here. This is what's going to happen. You're going to go on a team that can go 80 and 82 or whatever the fuck, 80 and 82, and they would have made the postseason last year. We can't budge on this. Just like the owners won't budge on other shit, this is something we cannot budge on. It's a catch-22, though, because... A no, 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 no. Team... Stop. I know what you're going to say. Then, you, then they get paid. Then the player... But, Christian, it's not, about, it's not about the individual player. You're still leaving out 16 teams of guys who then can't make the postseason, but who, you're who don't get that money. You're increasing from 10 to 14. You're increasing the pool. A lot of what okay. they were fighting about was increasing the pool. Okay. And and so then will owners, uh, you think, pay out such big contracts when it's so much easier now to make the playoffs? Don't you think that would devalue players at that point? When, uh -huh. when, when the regular season is so watered down that almost half the league makes the postseason? I'm not fighting for it. I think it's stupid. It's that's like it. it that's it. that's the end of the argument. It's stupid. I don't. But I'm trying. What we have to do here is to try to see both sides of the argument and then make a determination whether it's stupid or not. So I'm trying this. The players, from their perspective, this is one way that they can make more money for their players right. by expanding the postseason. So I get it. Right. But me as the fan, it's stupid. No. But you're. But here's the thing. This is why I'm talking about Tony Clark. He's not discussing the trade-offs of this decision. Yes, because that's the positive. This. That's the positive, what you're saying, right? More, mm -hmm. more of you will make the postseason and make more money. But now think of it in how's, 
from Hal Steinbrenner's pers- but perspective. But also, you want to say this, you got to look at the other side of this. Everybody in the league gets TV money, correct? Whether you make the postseason or not, you get yes. TV money. What will what will happens when you have more product to sell to a TV network? Your revenue goes up. You make more money, correct? Yes. They will pay you a larger contract, or whenever you sell this package to them, you will make more money. But you're so not selling teams, it. Yes, you are selling it. No, they're always national MLB networks. You don't think MLB is going to, you think MLB is giving these games for free? No, that's They're not M- giving that's that for MLB. Free. The owners get a cut of that? Yes, this is all, yes, the owners and the players get TV money. This okay. Is all, okay, fine. Of course. That's why the owners are pushing it, though. Because of the extra yes, money, they, and that's why the and players. this is why it also makes sense for the players, whether they're going to be on playoff teams or not. Yes. No, it doesn't. Can I please explain the, why? No. Well, yes, because I would love to hear how if all teams get a cut of cut of TV revenue, how it wouldn't make Here's a why. difference for a team that doesn't make the postseason. How it would make it? What do you mean not make the postseason? The, the, the Pirates are not going to make the postseason this year, correct? Correct. So if MLB sells another round of playoff games to, let's say, ABC, because they don't, well, they do because ESPN, but we'll just say ABC. They sell a round of playoff games to ABC. Who gets the cut of that? Just the playoff teams? Oh, no, all of the them? The whole league. Oh. The whole league does. Oh, okay. Okay. How much, how much, though, would go to the... Don't they get a bonus, though, like within... the Like, other than TV money? Isn't there extra money to be made just for being a playoff team? Yes, there's most teams. Yes, there's... Uh, playoff bonuses included in that, but I'm saying, do you think it's that significant if you're not a playoff team that that extra money you're seeing? It depends. I mean, these contracts are the going fucking for billions pirates. of dollars. But you're saying that there's no benefit to these uh, these teams that don't make the postseason. There's still a benefit. They're making the TV money still. It, it can't be that much, though. Uh, it's enough. I'm sure it's enough. So you're telling me that the Pittsburgh Pirates, if MLB sells an extra package, how much do you think that package would go for? Billion dollars? Hundreds, hundreds of millions at least. Okay, hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Hun- Let's just say $500 million extra, right? $500 million extra. How much of a cut do you think each team sees? Whatever the breakdown is. I don't know what the breakdown, what they agree to. Just give to. me like I'm a, sure. give me like a, give me a number you think that would be fair. Don't, uh, what do you think? 50, is it 50, 50? Didn't Ryan say it was 50, Yeah, 50, let's 50, do 50, 50, fuck it. Let's do 50, 50, okay? So that means $250 million, okay, is going to the organizations. And now there's how many teams? 30? Okay, that's eight point three million, and then they got to pay that out to twelve hundred players, right? Twelve hundred. Okay, twelve hundred. Oh, it's an extra sixty nine hundred dollars in their pocket. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it for the trade off we're gonna get when Hal Steinbrenner doesn't want to give out big contracts even more now. Because he knows every single year 
that he's pretty much a fucking shoo-in to make the playoffs. Good job. Good job. Case closed. Case fucking closed. All right, go say something else that no one wants to listen to. I'm trying to read this. Seems it's very important. I, honestly, people don't want to listen. If people don't want to listen to it, it's because they've made up their mind here. What I'm saying is logical here. Why would Hal Steinbrenner go out of his way to spend more money? I'm using Hal as an example because we know we know his um, we know his uh, behaviors now over the last handful of years. Right, he's going to stay under the luxury tax, and he's and he seems to be satisfied with just a competitive team that this makes is from the three, This is from three weeks ago. Okay, this is from three weeks ago. Every major league baseball team, based on their 2022 contracts with TV networks, every major league team is guaranteed to receive at least 100 million dollars. <laughs> okay, so each one's guaranteed to get 100 million. Okay. Again, let's divide that by. No, no, you're. This is this is the team. I don't think this this is the teams. Like the owners will receive this amount of money, but not the players. I'm trying to figure this out. How this is working? Because I think it distributes. I think it distributes only to the players when they hit get their bonus for making the postseason. That's. That was the impression I was under. So when you said every team gets a cut and then that gets distributed to players, I was shocked. But I I don't understand how that could be truthful when the owners... So bad teams don't get money? How does that no, make no. Sense? Hold on. What I'm saying is I don't know how that could be truthful when apparently I was told that the owners aren't transparent on how much they're making in, in TV revenue. Like just as a as a franchise, you know, not with national networks in general. So if they're not transparent with that and we don't have any numbers on that, then why would why would the players have to get a cut of of the national TV money for playoffs if they didn't make the playoffs? It's probably just lining the owners' pockets. Which goes right back to my argument because when do when do you think when they sell when they sell these packages five years out you think they know who makes the playoffs no no what i'm saying is if the players aren't getting a cut who cares but they are you just said don't pocket the owners don't pocket all this money well no it 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 should show in payroll it should show in payroll. There's no, there is no contract when it comes to owners and players getting TV money. TV money is separate from the revenue that we see. Unless it's f- directly from Major League Baseball. Who told you that? I'm telling you, it's it. That's what I. That's what I was told when who, someone who, told me when someone told me the owners are pieces of shit. Because they don't, they're not transparent with their TV TV deals. I mean, it's I don't know how they can't be transparent with it. It's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, you think uh, you think um, I always use Tyler Wade because he was such a piece of shit, even though I loved him. But you think Tyler Wade had uh, 
had the ability to just go up to Hal and hey Hal, how much did the Yankees make uh, from from TV revenue last year? You think he did? You think I he mean, knew that has, number? If he had Google, he should know. You it. think in his contract it says you're getting X amount of our Yes Network money, and uh, and we have to disclose it to you at the end of the year. Does that make sense? You think? Why would that be in his contract? That would be something that would be bargained between the league and the players association. That's not something that would be in individual contracts. What I'm saying is I don't think that's considered revenue. Maybe the maybe the national TV money. How is the TV how is the money they make off TV not considered revenue? That's what I uh, I I and I tried looking it up too and I and from what I found it was a truthful comment to me that re- when it comes to revenue, the local TV contracts are not considered. They, the owners are not transparent with that money and they don't have to be. It is not regulated. Well, maybe on the local side, it might not be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It says likely every team. It says likely every local TV deal is around forty million dollars per year, which means that some teams make less, some teams make more. Right. And then every team will get sixty million dollars just based on the national deals. So. So that's what I told you. This is this is easy revenue. We said this. Right. This is easy so revenue for But them. take the trade off now, Christian. That's what I'm trying to. I'm not saying it's not extra money. Okay. What I'm saying is. Why do they want to incentivize the owners to not have to put as good of a team on the field to make the postseason? It's devaluing the players. Their their talent is not worth as much now because to get to the postseason for an owner that only cares about being relevant and somewhat competitive does not view your talent as valuable as they would if only 10 teams made it. Is that true or false? Well, it's a, you have to negotiate. You know the owners want this. They're willing to bend on this. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I just want you to hear you. True or false, if less teams can make the postseason, owners will be more incentivized to pay guys to put a competitive team on the field. Uh, I've said this several times. I will say it one more time. Okay. For a guy like Hal Steinbrunner, adding more teams to the postseason will cause him to spend less money. So over time, well, I say, no, I no, you're right. Less, I wouldn't say less. Money, Plateau. Money. He will never. He will never see the need to go over. Never. Like we'll now, never pretty much now, he's like, I'll never go over. But like sometimes we're like, maybe he will. Never, never, never. Because if this happens, 20, if there's 14 teams <laughs> in the postseason, right? Right. 15 teams finished over 500 last year. So you just don't have to be bad and you'll make the playoffs. Exactly. That's exactly my point. And here's my last question. And then I'm fucking done with this. Okay. Here's my last question to you. If you had to just make an educated guess here. But somehow we've talked, this has been 30 minutes, minutes of, yeah. of utter nonsense. No, no, no. It's good. It's good to talk. It's good to fucking not just, be robots and actually have a conversation where there's actually some thought to it. 
So it's over so true or false, over time, again, business cap on here. Over oh. time, would you say that the owners out there were and there's a good amount of them, like Hal Steinbrenner, who will absolutely not spend more money now or feel the need to, would you say that over time that that will hurt the players more than it would benefit them to have more teams in the postseason every year? Uh, if you're going to cut off spending at a certain level, no, I don't know. I don't think it would benefit them. You can never just answer world. a question, though, I'm in the context think, I'm asking you. Because I'm th- cause just, I think just in this context course, right now. I think I think things through, okay? Just in this spell, context, without learn how to spell without if and, this and happens, without if this happens also, then this. Just in this context right now, if that happens with no other variables, would well, you say it would hurt the was, players more in the long run? It would take more money happened, out of their pockets than it would line their pockets if more teams make the postseason. You would think that it would probably hurt them more, but you would hope that they have smarter people than us. Oh, okay. Well, well, no. I think that it doesn't take a smart person to come to that conclusion. I think that Tony Clark just isn't thinking of it that way. He's not thinking of, of the trade-off of doing this, and that's a problem. He's not clearly not a business guy. He's a baseball player. He's a baseball player. The 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 leader of the union should be a fucking business guy. Okay, so why don't you go? You apply for it. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. I would love to fucking fight for the players. Trust me. I know I've sounded like I'm like fucking want to blow all the owners, but trust me, I would much rather fight for the for the players. The players are what we care about. But there's there's one narrative that is so fucking false. And it's that the players, the players make the owners money. No, they don't. They are not slaves. The owners pay the players and we pay the owners. Okay. Without us, if we disappeared, everything would fall apart. Okay. The players are the product. They, the players are the, their talent is, is the owner's cost. And the owners pay them, and we pay the owners. And then it tr- trickles down. Uh-huh. Done. Uh-huh. Done. I'm literally so bored right now. That's because you don't like to think. No, it's because, like, this show is supposed to be fun, and, like, I just don't care. I'm just totally, I don't, I don't need to this dissect. But, dude, business. no one wants to have fun. Who's having fun right now? Who? Get, we can have we can have fun. Who's Fuck having fun else. though? Who, I'm miserable with this. That's great. We I could, refresh we could, my Twitter every three seconds. We could escape it and have a fun conversation but no one, for an But hour. you have to understand how news works. No one wants to escape how, this. I don't care. It's all they're thinking news. about. Okay. If, well, when you, you know listen what? to something, do you listen to it? At just because it's arbitrary and whatever, or because something really interests you? And you're fucking tuned in and dialed in. Well, right now, every baseball fan is tuned and dialed into this negotiation because they, when it happened a week ago, and this is all anybody's had shoved in their face, maybe somebody wants a, an outlet where they can talk and hear people talk about baseball where it's not players 
owners. <laughs> this one's bad. Money, revenue charts. Yeah, but how many shit. people are actually breaking it down? How many conversations are just going, these owners are fucking greedy assholes? Instead of actually breaking it down and trying to put some... Th- Look, I'm not saying the thought is is accurate. I, I believe it to be, but all I'm saying is at least it's fucking thought. At least it's not a lazy fucking conclusion. And I think that's what people want, or at least need to fucking hear. Okay. Okay? It just bores the shit out of me because it literally... It doesn't then go matter. do a show with uh, one of your boys on Twitter. I will. I'll do a that, show that with hates somebody the, That hates the, the, player, the owners. Yeah, you know, hates the owners. Yeah, then that way it could be a quick five minute segment where it's just like, yeah, Chris and the owners suck, and then you're like, yeah, Chris, the the players are the players are perfect, and then the shows, and then you could have fun and do one of those shows. I like to think, okay, I, I like oh, yeah. to break things down because because uh-huh. they, they they sit in my head all week. They sit in my head all. Week. <clears throat> That's what we have Patreon. Mm. I'll tell you what. I would love to listen. If you want to have some some think sessions, I'll fucking start doing them. If we get three three more pa- patrons to sign up this week, patreon.com slash MMIST. Uh I'll definitely start doing them every week. I'll go lie, I'll do Zoom with anyone who wants to join me. I don't care. You'll 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 just tube in somebody? Let me tell you something. That was a great move by him. Didn't lose his job. Showed his cock to all his coworkers. And he had what do you have? A two month vacation after that? Imagine whipping but, imagine whipping it out and then you just have off for work for two for two, three months, and then you're right back at it with the same people. Well, I was thinking about this today, right? Because I know you're a big documentary guy. Right? Huge documentary mm-hmm. guy. I don't know why I was bored. I couldn't find it. I just, I saw this. I heard some people talking about it. So I put on the Tinder swindler. Tindy Swindies. It's actually, it was actually pretty good. This guy basically. Can you stop for one second? Give me, give me like a real, like you, you never get like overly excited or underwhelmed, like pretty good. What was it like worth my time? Yeah, I felt if it was worth my time, why wouldn't it be worth your my time? My time is much more valuable than your time. Yeah, okay. Well, you just wasted 45 minutes talking it's about It's not a nonsense, waste. So if it's a waste to you, then you should find another co-host. I will. I'm trying to actively replace you. Then you should. And then we'll part ways. It won't be in, you know, no bad blood. Your family to me. No, definitely bad blood because then that's going to create more interest for my new show and then this piece of shit show, which and then will how, be when I'm could not we have here a reu- Could we have a reunion in 20 years? And then, you know, yeah. You know, it'd be like Mike and the Mad Dog after they were separated wow. for five years. That would be a nice fate for us. So, <clears throat> anyway. Tindy Swindies. Yeah, so this dude, I don't he he's basically running like a Ponzi scheme where he gets money from one chick, spends it on another. How does and he get the gets mo- money? Oh no, don't spoil it, sorry. Then he gets money from that chick, starts spending it on another chick. All meanwhile, he's got this other chick that he's doing. It's just crazy. like then he per- then he creates this fake persona where he basically how he gets women to give him the money is because he claims that he's the son of like the biggest diamond distributor in the Ooh. world. So they know. Yeah. And meanwhile, like the, the, the last girl you meet in the, in the documentary, like 
she's dating him when the shit hits the fan. So she's on to him now at this point because people have already said, you know, this guy's blah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So all part of the guy's lifestyle is um, he he wears like the, the most expensive clothes you can imagine, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, she's like, give me your, you know, because that's part of his con is he's like, Oh, my enemies are coming to get me. I can't spend, you know, like I can't use my credit cards cause it'll track me. Right, and come right, get right, me. Right. So she's like, well, give me your clothes. I'll sell them and I'll send you the money. So that was her return con on him. Mm. So anyway, the dude does five months in jail for all this. Really? Five months. Five fucking months. Really? Defrauded these women out of over like $10 million, like combined like $10 million worth of schemes, does five months in jail, and he's back at it again. Can right I ask you a question? I just, I just want to know because I like to envision. Is this like a reenact, like one of those documentaries where a lot of it's reenacted? Or are you telling these stories because they're telling the stories? They're telling the stories. There's very minor react, re, reenactments in it. Okay. A lot of it's a is lot of he it's told, in it at all? No, like, is there any video eat. footage of it of him? Oh, there's video footage of him. Oh, okay, that's great. How is it? Like uh, they recorded from the him? girls from the wow. girls. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, like, maybe I'll swindle some people. I'll do five months. Yeah. And then I can get right back at it. He probably got all his money taken though. You got to be better than that. But he's back at it again. That's the whole thing. Right back at it. Wow. Living high life, living the high life, dating an Israeli supermodel. Yes, yeah, stealing stealing nowadays isn't really uh isn't really frowned upon. They wouldn't even uh, they wouldn't even press charges on him for what he did to the three girls in a documentary. So like this is like something else. They just were able to catch him through these girls. Oh, I, I'm definitely watching this tonight. This like is an hour and 45 minutes. This is right up my alley. It goes, it goes by pretty quick. This is right up my alley. You got to watch. Uh, I don't know if you're going to like it because it's not American. Like the girls are not American. So you, you I know you're pretty prejudiced. Oh, in that yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, I don't mind. But do I have to read subtitles? No, they speak English. Oh, like then I don't Nor- care. They're Norwegian. Oh, that's good. Awesome. Great. As long One as they as long as there's no subtitles or minimal subtitles. No, there's, they I distract there's me. No, there is because they talk to somebody that only speaks. Israeli. All right, but it's, mi- but it's minimal, but she's not a very important part of the show. You like murder, murder shit, right? Murder docs. Yeah. Especially ones when I can plot your murder. Yeah. Well, this is a catching killers. So I started watching, it was trending like the last couple weeks and, uh, on Netflix. And I was like, Two, three months ago, I watched the first season. I watched a couple episodes, and it didn't really pull me in. But I started watching the second season, and I fucking binged it. And then I went back to the first season, and it was just as good. So I must have just not been in the right frame of mind. So what, these are cops that are chasing killers? It's five four episodes the first season, five the second. And it's uh, all of them are, almost all of them are serial killers. Um, no, all of them are, I think. And uh, it's pretty much just, it's like an hour long, 40 minutes long, and it's just taking you through the whole the whole case. 
whether it was 20 years, 10 years, whatever, and how they finally caught the guy. Oh, or, so they or, catch or woman because there's so a couple they, women. See, that's what frustrates me. Like, I really enjoy unsolved unsolved mysteries, not like unsolved like the program unsolved. So mysteries. you also enjoy blue balls then, because the they're hand in hand. Listen to me, jerk. All right. When you watch the episode of Unsolved Mysteries, like not the new one on Netflix, like the old school one, and now if um, you can watch them on IMD. BTV, which is part of uh, Amazon Prime, but you have to sit through commercials, which mm. is a pain in the ass. Um, I they've updated like because I think they've redid them in like 2019 or something with like even further updates. Yes, like now I'm saying to myself, you know, after at 20 at the year 2019, you should have a fucking update on this case. Yeah, and when it doesn't, I get mad, and I'm saying to myself. The show is called Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, and you're doing it to yourself. <laughs> but there's a podcast. There's an Unsolved Mysteries podcast out, which is really good. The guy that voiceovers the uh, the podcast, his name is Steve French. We follow each other on Twitter. He's a Red Sox fan. We're supposed to get him on the show last year, and it never happened. I'm going to reach out to him soon. I have a question. Uh, your mother didn't watch you. I keep telling you that. No, listen, I tried to get into Unsolved Mysteries, too. But I don't, isn't it like a lot of it's like fucking UFOs and stuff like oh, that? Oh, you know, I don't watch, no, you skip you over skip those. those. I, only watch the, I only watch the crime once. Okay. But I also don't like to blue ball myself. So like I can't even, if I know I'm not going to get a conclusion, I can't do it. Here's a good one for you though. I think it was on Netflix, but they pulled it. I don't know where it is now. Cold Case. Remember the show Cold Case from mm-hmm. years ago? Yeah. But they did a new version, Cold Case, like Resolved or something, where it's still the same amount of time, but then the last like 20 minutes of the episode is them, uh, it, and it's all new content. The last 20 minutes of the episode now is, you know, people 20 years later coming into to the department and opening up the files and finding the fucking guy. And it's great. No. Okay. 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 So. Oh, you guys want us to talk about baseball? Uh-huh. Yeah, we did that. Good talk, thing we did. I right? mean, I mean, what do you, you want us to talk about business? Well, that's what baseball is right now. <sighs> no entertainment. Let, let me let me just say this. It's not that I think the conversation you were having is a bad one. Okay, I understand that you want to have it, and I'm okay with that in that sense. That we need to be have a partnership here, and it, and if that's something you want to take the show and in that direction. That's fine. To me though, I'm just, I'm just so, I just don't fucking care about anything that is about, uh, look, I'll be honest with you. I just don't care. It's not interesting to me. It might be interesting to our viewers and that's why we're doing it. Correct. But to me, it's just, it's just too much at this point. We're not getting baseball and baseball is supposed to be an outlet of entertainment for us. So I wanted to at least get, if you're going to sit here and watch the show for an hour, an hour and 20 minutes, go get that shit. You know, I was always like, go, go get that from somewhere. Let's, let's give the fans something that well, they could but, but, walk but away from. A and, vast and majority say, people of people don't want to walk away from this just because you do. And and trust me, I do too. But it's not 
necessarily about what we want or what we care about. We got to go with what everybody's talking about. We no, just we have to we put our. Have, we no, don't you have, have to. No, to be successful, you have to go with what everyone is obsessed with. Okay, but you have to do your own thing with it. Okay. And so where we're different is that we're not going to just sit here and give you some lazy bullshit. Where's your mask? I I, really- put, I had it on for 40 minutes. Oh, I don't think so. I had it on for 40. I had to pull it down for the quality of the show. Uh-huh. Doctor, go vouch yourself. Let us know in the chat. Look, you guys are watching us on YouTube. You can leave a you can leave us a rating review. Do you do you want as as long as this lockout goes? Do you want us spending the amount of time we've been spending on the the minutia of all this, or do you want us to come up with things to kind of take your mind off it and entertain you in a different in a different sense? Do you want this show where yeah, when things pop up and we have to discuss them, we'll discuss them. But I just feel like. We'll leave it up to you guys. Let us know in the chat, in the comments. Let us know on a, on a review. You know, what do you want? Do you want this show to be the one outlet where you can you can listen to baseball and remember what it is that you like about baseball, arguing over who's going to play first base, you know, taking you down nostalgia lane, doing shit like but that? But it's not or like we want, didn't or, do that. Or do you How many times that? have we talked about who's going to play first base? See, my thing is, like, sometimes I obsess over the fact that so many people just see certain things and they just make up their mind. I like to give people at least, even if they're, I, I'm not saying I'm trying to change people's minds. I'm just trying to give them a, a, a valid, thorough debate on it here to think, look, we, to think look, a little. Bro, we, we all know, we all know at this point in time, people are lazy with their narratives. We all know that. I've tried to change people's minds on it. You try to change people's minds on it. It's just people are lazy with their narratives. And it's just, I'll fight you to try to, cha- to, to try to get you to think in a different direction when I'm passionate about something. And you're passionate about this, so let's so fucking do it. Bro. No, like, no, honestly, I'm not I'm passionate not, about this. I'm not, but that's, my, that's, that's what I'm trying to tell you is I can't work up the energy. You got to fake it till you make it, bro. To, to do this because it's just like you guys fucked with the one thing that I didn't I, that, that right. said don't fuck with so you right? are passionate about it then so like to say well you know we didn't get this <laughs> but you are passionate about it you're more passionate than I am you're fucking angry I don't want to waste my time with this now. so what do you want to do what do you think people want to hear tell me what do you want? What do you want the people to want to hear? I did, it's not what I want. It's what I know because I I read every single tweet on my fucking feed, and everyone uh, is everyone's talking about will owners, we have baseball? Who's at fault? Who's bad. doing this? I'm not saying I agree with it. I, not, I don't want to fucking sit here and talk about it. Well, but what are we gonna do? Oh, oh yeah, bad. Uh, yeah. Let's. Who's going to play first for the Yankees? Uh, I don't know because I don't know if the Yankees even exist in 2022. Will so it be, we'll just won't, we just won't talk about baseball at all. Will it be Freddie Freeman? I don't know. We, we don't have to. Talk, there's no. We're not signed to any type of contract. This is we have to spend an hour talking about baseball. I agree. We just did five minutes on the fucking Tinder swindler. And I can easily fill. And you probably. Another 50, Probably got a bunch of people watching it now. 
and I could probably do another 55 minutes without even bringing up anybody that's ever stepped foot on a major league field, and people would be entertained by it. Good. Hey, good for you, man. Good for you. But people you watch, are obsessing you, over this. It, well, you know what? It, it left me with this giant hole inside of me when I, when, I heard, when I saw those words come across my timeline. First two season series of the season are canceled. But at the end of the day, what, I'm, I didn't go in like, oh, well, what happened exactly? Oh, oh. I, guarantee you know you, I guarantee you tweeted immediately after. No, I didn't go. I'm telling you, I didn't go in there and try to look at every little detail because, again, the only detail that mattered to me was the CBA wasn't agreed to and they didn't come and we're not getting baseball on time. And ultimately, that's all I care about. But there's still like millions of people out there saying this and that. And I think it's important if all of us are going to care about if the season's going to start that we actually have a, a yeah, you good wanna, breakdown you, do, of everything. Do, do you want? Do you want to take? Do you want to take right here? A take? Yeah. Do you want to take right here? Do you want my take on the whole thing? I do, but first, I want to just ask you a question. I meant to ask earlier. The cancellation of the first two series was that like a spite type thing? Did did that have to happen? Like, is there? Is, are they just saying they're not going to push the timeline? They have the only way that this will all work at this point is like what was six six games like if anything it should just be day by day is another game no like each day that passes would be another game like there's a clock that what would starts. be the, what but what would be the point of canceling one game but no my point is if at a certain date you were going to say this is the date where games are going to have to start to be canceled why at that date was it six games and not just okay this is one game what if they got it the date the, what if they got it a deal done the day after that. Why would it still be six games? But why would it still be six games? They weren't going to. Why, why would it still be six games? If Tony Clark woke up and said, you know what guys, we're good. Let's sign it. Why would, why would it be six games? They didn't agree to it. No, no, no. What I'm saying to you is why would you set a cancellation of the season and say six games at a certain date? Why? How many days? How many days has it been since they talked? Doesn't matter. It does not matter. Are you telling does, me that Tony been... Clark doesn't have the power to, or even the owners to call up and and just make an agreement the next day? They walked away, didn't they? It, you're not understanding my point. I, no, you're not understanding my point. What's the point of canceling one game then? No, I'm not saying cancel one game. I'm saying if we don't have a deal on this day, then for every day that we don't have a deal. That game is a uh, game is canceled. So, mm-hmm. so when did they give the announcement that they weren't coming to an agreement? When was that? Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday, right? Tuesday starts the clock. Tuesday, we're missing one game already. We're missing opening day. Done. As lo- and as long as that clock stays ticking, is as many days in the season where games have to be canceled until you mm-hmm. come to a deal. Why uh-huh. did he come out and just say six games? Where did that number come from? Because the they were going to meet. Ser- because they were going to meet in six days. It's the first. He didn't say six games. He said the first two series of the season. The first two series. That's even worse. Uh huh. It's not as simple as canceling a game a day, wiping out series. Yeah. 
You're preventing it travel. Sounded, all I'm saying is it, it seems more of a spite thing, like a power control thing. Uh, Sorry, was. didn't want to do this, but hey, I warned them. I warned them probably this was going to happen. But, what, but how stupid would it have been? Like, yeah, we're canceling opening day, but we're still planning on playing. The no, game I'm the not saying day. that. I'm saying you make an announcement and say, as of today, the way the timeline works is that for each day we don't come to an agreement, we're missing a day of the season. Okay. Well, so the clock this is what so the clock is they just, they just wiped out the first fucking week and that's arbitrarily in my opinion how well look they haven't talked in a week so the, your timeline is still on schedule arbitrarily. and if they don't come and if they don't come up with anything this week they'll cancel another week of the season yeah that's great see you on memorial day manfred's a fucking it, piece of shit no he's not he's doing his job you get fired for doing your job nah he's a piece of shit okay well i will never defend that piece of shit I hate his I'm just guts. telling everybody that's everybody that wants to rip him. He's doing exactly what he's being paid to do. So what? Be a fucking out. moron. Bring your bring your anger elsewhere. He's an asshole. Like on the fucking players association. I hey, I'm just as mad at them. You want to, you really want to you really want to say? I want your take now. I want your take. What what everybody's afraid to say? The players are at fault for not signing the CBA. Why? Because they, they didn't want to bend on the fucking competitive balance tax? Oh, they got plenty. Look, we talked about this in our group chat. I heard Pete say this on a, on a, on a live chat or it might have been on their pod. I don't remember where I heard him say it. I heard him say it somewhere. They, when you go to negotiate, you're trying to, you're trying to stack wins. They stacked a lot of fucking yeah. wins. Their problem, what the players wanted to do and why I have a big problem with them, Stick it to it's them. because they tried to get everything back in one negotiation and mm. one CBA instead of taking the incremental gains and then in five years building on it, getting more incremental gains in five years building on that. They said, No, fuck you, we're taking Correct. everything now. Correct. And that's that's and the argument is it's because the owners got one over on them in 2016. Whose fault is that? People will say it's the owner's fault. Who's well, fault you know is what? It? When you go to negotiate something like that and somebody lets you get away with something like that, how how is how are you the bad guy? Exactly. Exactly. So I now told, they're trying to make you, up for all of it. I told you this story last week when I worked for a union. They took away our health insurance. They they lost the battle so bad we had no health insurance. Yep. Why? Because that meant the company was paying for it for you. Why would they want to if they didn't have to? It's not like they, I don't think they thought we were bad people. It was a union, it was a union versus employee thing, just like this is. So if you start at zero, you can't go to a hundred in the next CBA agreement. You have to get to 25 right. or 30. And then the next one, you go to 50 or 60. That's how these things fucking work. Couldn't they tried to go more. from zero to a fucking hundred in one CBA. Okay. That's why. I thought the owners were right. They kept they kept budging up that number on that pool that they wanted. The the players wanted one fifteen or whatever it was. The owners were at thirty. Well, it used to be zero. It used to be fucking zero. You got the owners to get up to thirty million dollars, and you were still so fucking dense not to say, okay, well, we were at zero, and now we're at thirty. Let's push them to one fifteen. If you would have said no, how about forty? You could have probably agreed to something there. Yep. I couldn't agree with you more there. And that's that's been my take on everything, you know, from from a personal uh opinion is the owner the players are at fault mainly because of exactly what you just said. I'm not sitting here saying like I don't understand the fight. 
My problem has always been how they're fighting it. And that's why I've I've been saying this, especially on this show. Tony Clark is not the guy to lead this this players association. The owners are wrong. Look, it's not oh players bad. No, no, they're both fu- they're both they're, fucked up. They're right. both wrong here. The owners locked them out and then waited 40 fucking days to do anything and then didn't get serious until they set this fucking deadline of canceling opening day. So they 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 fucked up in the sense that they didn't really want to negotiate until they until they backed the players into the corner and the player said, no, fuck you. Right. And you know what? I love Garrett Cole, but the Garrett Coles and the Max Scherzers of the world are like, yeah, we'll miss a week, exactly. we'll miss two weeks, we'll miss three weeks. Why? They still got fucking money coming in. They made $40 million. They made $30 million last year. You know, what about, you know, what about a Tyler Wade that made $900,000 last year? He's so easy How to long? be the example on the other side. Yeah, I know. It's just so easy to be the example. How long do you think he's going to want to sit on the sidelines right. and not make money? Right, he because, have the- because no matter what, does Tyler Wade even really see a difference in in anything that's negotiated anyway? Is Tyler Wade really being affected that much? Honestly, does he really care? Or does we talked about, or is he just going to want to be out there and get paid? And then we talked about that as well. How many of these players are living and dying with everything that's happening with here? They just want to, a lot of them, the majority of them probably just want to get back on the field and start fucking making money again. You know? Garrett Cole is going to have an endorsement contract being the ace of the New York Yankees. Max Scherzer is going to get endorsement money. On top of that, being being one of the best pitchers in baseball now coming to New York. You think fucking Joey Wendell's getting that? (laughs) Or does Joey Wendell want to get back to playing fucking baseball? Because that's how he makes his money. Well, that was part of the reason why I asked you last week. How many of these guys do you think just kind of want to get this over with and don't really care just as just as little as we do. Probably a lot. Because everyone thinks about, you know, everyone's so pissed off that the, you know, certain teams don't spend money. You're not thinking of it logically. The, the players that spike the payroll for teams, it's not the whole fucking team, guys. It's not the whole team. It's a select few players. And there's not many of them. How many guys, just off the top of your head, real quick number, how many guys are getting such groundbreaking contracts in Major League Baseball that they're reported on? Say that again. How many guys out of the 1,200 that that get contracts Uh from Major League teams, how many of them are such a big deal and making so much money that it's actually reported on and looked at as like, oh my God, can't believe, or tracked or cared about? How many of those 1,200 players actually are making, <laughs> signing ground-breaking contracts that spike 15, payroll. 15. 15 out of the 1,200. So that means that a vast, vast, vast majority of guys aren't even in the equation when we're talking about it. Because it's really, when you look at payroll... You're talking about Garrett Cole-type contracts, Mike Trout-type yes. contracts. It's probably not even 15 of them in the league. Okay, so take out those 15 guys... Right, 15, 20, let's say 25, just, just to be fair. Take out those 25 guys, what does payroll look like? What does payroll look like for, for the owners? It's not like you're, in a, you're at a job where everyone who is your coworker doing the same job is getting paid the same amount. You could be in this league 
for 20 years and a guy coming up for, you know, 10, 10 years, half the time is making hundreds of millions of dollars more than you. This isn't a, this isn't just a, a, you know, flat line of here's what the owners need to be spending. And, and the irony of it all is that the players speaking out the most are the guys that are getting those contracts. And that's why I can't side with them. Look, I understand that the owners were being piggish on not wanting yes. to move the competitive balance tax. They it was basically like an S my D type yeah. of situation. And I hate that when, too. When they uh, ra- they agreed to they agreed to raise it a million dollars a year because that's a total fucking bullshit maneuver. But what are the players really fighting for there? You really think that when you raise the competitive balance tax, yeah, you might get House Steinbrunner who sees this thing as like a threshold, the cap, the, the word from God, the 11th commandment, thou shall not go over the competitive balance tax. Right. That's what how fucking Steinbrenner sees this shit as you might get him to spend a little bit more money, but you think the teams that really need to be spending more money, is that going to push them to spend more money because you raise a tax $10 million right. or you raised it $12 million. The pirates are still going to spend what the fuck they're going to spend. The Indians are still, if I, the, oh, I'm sorry, the Guardians. The Guardians are still going to spend what the fuck they're going to spend. No, you want what you really want is you want the teams at the bottom to spend more. So either you that there should be a they'll floor. Never do it. They'll never do it, but there should be a floor or uncap the fucking sport. Right, uncap the sport, or that's the salary cap. We'll, and we're no more tax, right. no more tax. We'll fight for 225, 240, whatever it is, but that's the salary cap. You can't go a penny over for everybody. You yes, fucking deal with it. Exactly. Because like you said, the owners who really don't, who have the money and don't give a fuck are still going to spend it. If they care about winning, winning is everything when you care about winning. And that's been, that's Everything which are like three owners, which is honestly right. Like three honestly, owners in you're right. It's the Dodgers, the Mets, and the Padres. Believe it or not, I, I read that uh, the Padres payroll actually surpassed okay. the Yankees last I'm year, which you, is kind I'm, of which is kind of fucking embarrassing. I'm glad you brought this up because I just want to say when I say the C, the the union, I I'm, I don't disagree with their fight, what they're fighting for. I disagree how they're fighting for it. Everything you just said is exactly what I mean because nothing that they're fighting for makes sense because, again, there's trade-offs. So here's what I'll say to all of that. You just said there's only about three owners that actually care nowadays, right? Care about winning. So the incentive here should be to make it less easy for the owners to make money, to just to just put any product out there and make billions of dollars off of it, millions of dollars off of it. What does adding more playoffs teams do to the owners? Puts more money in their pocket. Do they necessarily have to have better teams? Nope. So it even lowers costs. So it goes against everything. The fight here should be to make it less difficult for the for the owners to make money. That's the goal. And one of the ways to do that would be putting a floor on so that you know they're spending more and they're distributing that money more to the players. 
And the other way is to keep the fucking playoffs where it's at and make it more difficult. They're making it easier. Uh, it just doesn't make sense, man. Maybe re- maybe start regulating that, you know, more with these TV deals. I don't know. I don't agree with that, to be honest with you. And, you, and no, 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 deals. you said that already. And I'm not saying that I don't, that I don't agree with you on that, but then I'm saying, then everyone needs to shut the fuck up. If you're not going to regulate the TV deal money, then, then the owners are always going to just have an easier time. So then the only option is the floor and they'll, or a cap and they'll never do it. Well, I ran this poll earlier today because I was interested in seeing what majority of people, uh, thought of and I said if you had to choose one of the options for MLB would you choose a hard salary cap keep the CBT as is uh, or do away with the tax and keep the league uncapped 59% of people said no tax no cap that's 24% 24% said hard cap and then 17% said keep the CBT I I like the way this broke out because those would be my my kind of my two um I would go no tax, no cap, and then I would go hard cap. So the person I was debating on the chart, <clears throat> on the chart thing, one of the things I said was, I want to see a chart with payroll and uh, tax on it because it was tax. The tax was in the middle of when it went up or down, whatever. The bottom was the payroll and the top was the revenue, right? The one thing, it, it cuts off at a certain year. Do you know what year the tax came into play? <sighs> I, I don't it doesn't matter. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I asked the person, I said, is there a chart from 10 years before leading up to the tax being put into play? Because if you look at this chart, it's interesting. The CBT is actually, it correlates with the payroll throughout the whole thing. Meanwhile, the revenue is going up, right? But the tax and the payroll are going like this, right? Staying the same with each other. So I'd love to see what the payroll looked like in correlation to the revenue without the tax involved. Because then there's your answer. I think we know. We already know. The Yankees spent the higher percentage of... What the fuck is going on out there? So Somebody's throwing a hell... Sounds like somebody's fucking flying a helicopter out there. Putin. Your boy. Um... Then, then, then really, if you, uh, I, uh, I'm no, you have to dispute that or else people will be very upset. No, I don't care. Um, then so re- you're pro Russia. No. you're pro Russia. No, man. I would go fight for fucking Ukraine right now. Yeah, I would. I swear. Um, I, you know, <laughs> you fucking, then you got to get rid of the tax. End of story. I posted a TikTok earlier. A talk talk. Yeah, I'm I'm experimenting with talk talk. Ooh. Usually people experiment uh, in college. Uh, I didn't go to no, I did go to college. Um I posted the end of Rocky Four. <clears throat> I said this is why eighties kids aren't afraid of Russia. That's what that was you? Yeah. I saw that shit. And uh because I put Russia on the TikTok, they had to review it. Oh my god, dude. They didn't publish it right away. Wild, wild, wild. I was trying to share. In. I was trying to share, it and I was like, 
this video is being reviewed. Why? And I read why. Scary world we're living in. No, I'm. Who can fucking support Russia, bro? I mean, seriously. Fuck those motherfuckers, man. You know, it's not fuck them. The, go- the government, because a lot of the Russians are fucking against it. Look, that's my whole thing. Look, I don't want to make this a political thing, but like all these, all these, um, all these companies that are like, uh, we're not going to serve Russians anymore. What did those <laughs> yeah. people do? What did they do right. to you? So because because they they just. They just happen to live there. You don't even know if they support this guy or not. They most likely probably don't, but can't say anything because they'll get fucking killed, yeah. you know? So now they can't, I mean, I, now they can't have fucking Burger King in Russia because they're, <laughs> because Putin's a fucking madman and a fucking deranged psychopath. So like the, the guy that works for one ruble a week can't go and get a fucking Whopper now. Like, what are you proving? Can Indians and Chinese people get... Go to those same fucking, uh, go to those same companies. There's, I think there's eight, eight million slaves in India and about four million in China. Legal slaves. Like China, actual slaves. Huge. So do we fucking hurt those people? No, we give China more money. Right. Right. Okay. But you know, Twitter's a safe space now, so it's all good. Hey, I, I love Russian people, man. Okay. Some of the some of the best people I know are Russian. Crazy fucking weddings though. If you're Russian yeah. Orthodox, your your wedding is like I'm is like taking fucking I never did shrooms, but going to a Russian wedding was what I imagine taking shrooms would be. Shrooms shrooms yeah. was a fucking shrooms wild. A, it was an interesting experience. Uh-huh. Wow. I gotta do them once. Alright, so um I wouldn't do it at this age. Hell no. I would no, 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 no. Not at your age. You're too old now. No, I wouldn't do it at your age either. Mm. Once you're, once you're, once you're of, uh, that, that three is in the front number and yeah. you got kids. Yeah. Not worth it. Not worth it anymore. Yeah. I can microdose. Mm. I got to bring the show down a little bit here. Cause it's going to, pre- it's going to preface into what I'm going to say. And then, uh, hold on a second. We're an hour and 22 in. So, so much for a short, quick show. Yeah, whatever. You know, people, people will deal. Um, actually I do want to say this. So I brought up the poll, uh, Guys, get on uh, Twitter. Follow us at nyyst underscore podcast. Uh, starting Sunday, well, I guess it won't matter, but maybe you can vote in the finals. Um, uh, the um, the King of Monument Park tournament's going on. We're down to the final four here. On the left side of the bracket, it's interesting. It's uh, the Dynasty guys. It's down oh, to Jeter and Mo Rivera. And then on the right side, you got like the old school. Uh, Yankees, the legendary Yankees. It's Gary Babe Ruth and, and Mickey Mantle. Oh, so I'm guaranteed the, a final spot. Oh, you are, aren't you? Okay. I am. <laughs> oh, boy. So. Wow. <clears throat> guess guess uh, my chances of, of the pop pop are, are slimmer than slimmer than they would be if I drafted well, if you your lo- players. That, if that was, wait, so that was the deal. If you lost, you got you were going to get killed? Yeah, pop pop. You could still lose. Pop on the pod. Nah, Babe Ruth is a shoe in, dude. 
Yeah, I don't know. It was just if we would have done this this a week later, I probably would have picked Babe Ruth. It was just that week people were very anti Babe Ruth on social media. You know, if you were gonna draft anyone above Babe Ruth, it should have been Mo. I think Mo has a better chance than Jeter because there's a lot of Jeter haters out there that are gonna see it and they're gonna vote on it and it's not even gonna be a question for them. But Mo mm-hmm. that recency bias Plus, how oh, wait amazing a second, he wait was. a second. Uh, hold on. It's interesting that you bring that up. The people that hated Derek Jeter now also love Derek Jeter because he stood because they believe he stood up for the players ah. when he walked away and he's no longer CEO uh, of the Marlins. Oh, so he just didn't like post like a, a like a picture on Instagram or put a status up on social media. He actually took initiative. In something he believed in and and made it made a difference and stepped down because it went against his beliefs. Look at that stand up fucking guy. Well, apparently it it came down to um, he was under the belief that he was going to get fifteen to twenty million dollars to more to operate this uh, this season, and his partners basically told him no, and he was like, "Yo, I'm Derek Jeter." Cool. So good for him. Uh, I would love to see Derek Jeter come home. I don't think it's going to happen as long, especially as long as Brian Cashman's around, because there's apparently still a lot of bad blood between those two guys. But, and I was having this conversation with somebody yesterday. Uh, it it would be weird, not that it would be weird, but you know, Derek Jeter, you know, the most prominent Yankee of the last, what, 30, 40 years or whatever it's been as GM, you know, how do you fire a guy of that stature? But, you know, I, I don't know, dude, I think he did a pretty solid job with the Marlins without the type of resources he would have with the Yankees. I would, and you know, we're down on Brian Cashman, so I wouldn't mind it. Would not mind it one bit. Hey, Jeter had a plan in place and he executed that plan and just won't be there long enough to see it come to fruition, nor would it have anyway because of of everything you just told me. But I think his plan was was great. He had to completely blow up that franchise and start from the ground up, and he was doing that, man. I know, I know, he's only got a small cut, but he was he was made the face of the group and clearly the most qualified to at least initiate discussions and make decisions. So, you know, Jeter was running that shit. No, he was, he was, he was, he was the baseball guy there. He was doing his thing. Right. But then when it comes to spending money, that's where Jeter doesn't have that power. Well, yes, because he put in such a minimal amount of money that he didn't have that type of power, but you know, let him get Hal's money. Even if Hal sticks him with that budget, says you can't go over Led you to work with that 220. Dude, people call you a Yankee apologist now. Imagine if Jeter was the fucking GM. Holy shit. I mean, if he does something stupid, we would have to call him out on it, mm. obviously. But I would trust him so much more than I trust Cashman. Like, you know how you always say, like, if they trade a judge, would you even trust Cashman to make the to make a trade for the right guy anyway? It's like Jeter would probably be the only guy I'd say yes to that question too. I'd be like, yeah, I fucking trust Jeter with everything. 
I think Jeter would understand from his perspective of being, you know, kind of what Aaron Judge was in that sense of being a face of the franchise, of understanding what the fan base would need to make that type of trade right. make sense to them. Right. You can't just be like, oh, well, here's a couple of lottery tickets for four years down the road. Right, and he's already proven that he cares about winning. So if he's stepping down for that, you know that the dude doesn't just do it for the money or for the business. He does it all for the win. So you trust him there too. So uh, I think you know that we'll end the show on this year. I think you know that Freddie Freeman's been a pretty popular topic on this show, uh, especially since I caught wind of him being a free agent and he kind of jumped to the forefront of my yeah, mind man. of being you the first. You kind of started it though. You started it, bro. I had it first. When uh-huh. you brought it up on this show, it was like, it was like I almost said to you, "Yeah, okay, that won't even be a real thing." And then all of a sudden, week later, they were the favorites. Um, what was I going to say? Freddie Freeman, free agent. Right. No, you said it. Else. You brought it up. I had it first. Okay. You had it first. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. To play first base, and now even as as we've kind of morphed this off season, he, even though I would classify shortstop as a bigger need for this team, he's jumped up in my rankings of guys that I want even more so than Correa. I don't know why it, the, the logic is not there, but it, to me that's just what I want. No, I think you're. I think that's. <laughs> I voted on first base in that poll we did, being the most important. If you told me. The Yankees were going to get Freddie Freeman, and I had to give up Correa. I'd probably take it. Um, unfortunately, I ran into. It's not unfortunate that I ran into him. It's unfortunate set of circumstances that we saw each other under. Um, I would like to. I don't think anybody listens to the show, but as being such close, basically family to my wife. I would like to express my condolences to the Larson family on the loss of their son and their brother, Jack, yes. last week. Um, terrible tragedy. Yeah, terrible tragedy. Uh, and how this relates to the show uh, is that his brother-in-law was one of my very, you know, one of my best friends, like a brother to me uh, for many years. Unfortunately, we grew apart as, as time does to certain people, but... Uh, I did run into him at, at the at the funeral home yesterday, and he now lives outside of Atlanta and uh, said that the reason why um, Freddie Freeman is not coming back to Atlanta is Atlanta doesn't want to go the years mm. on Freeman. Like, that's the big talk down there on their sports talk radio is that Atlanta doesn't want to go the years on Freddie Freeman, considering that I believe he's going to be entering his age 32 season yeah. uh, this year. And they don't want to pay him. They would. They said if it's a short-term deal, two, three, and four years. The AV would be through the roof. AV through the roof. It's that he's going to want that six, seven-year deal. Uh, we heard six for 180, I believe we heard the number was that, which I thought was, I mean, if Hal didn't sign that, I, he needed to be fucking choked. He wouldn't. Um, but in the popular belief down there, besides that, uh, 
they don't want to go to the years is that they believe the Mets are going to swoop in and sign this guy. <laughs> Let me tell you something, dude. We talked about how Steve Cohen, the only thing he needs to do to be successful in his mind is to fucking just give it to Brian Cashman and the Yankees. Why, why not? Why wouldn't that be his main target right now? Honestly. Cause they have a first baseman. Okay. So what, who, who they just sign? Besides Scherzer, who'd they just fucking sign? Uh, they signed a guy to play first base, I believe. Does Mark Canna play first base? I don't know. I feel like they just signed a guy, even though they had another guy at the position. Anyway, it didn't matter. I forget. But regardless, you think that fucking matters? Yeah, Mark Canna is an outfielder first baseman who they signed. They signed... Uh... They also signed uh, Marte to play center field. Uh, there was another. There was a third guy when they signed. I don't remember who it is. But they also have Dom Smith on the team. You know, you want to say, oh, they're going to open up DH. What the fuck are they going to do with Robinson Cano? He's coming off uh, his suspension. He'll be there. I mean, uh, unless they're just going to eat that money and cut him. A ton I still, of money think, still, he, I still think he can bring uh, a lot to the game. And I think he, he can still fill seats. I would, I would still to this day enjoy going to a game to watch Robbie Cano play. I haven't seen him play live since he left New York, since he left the Yankees. I don't think one person that doesn't share blood with Robinson Cano is paying money to go watch Robinson Cano play baseball anymore. Not what I said. I said. you said he can still fill seats. Is what you just said. Yeah, the I words mean, came out of your mouth. Yeah, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm going to buy tickets because Robinson Cano's on this team. I'm saying he's an exciting piece to it still. Like, I would be like, oh, and I get to see fucking Cano? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll spend this money. Fuck it. I love Robbie Cano. I don't care if he does steroids. I don't care if anybody does steroids. How about that? I've always loved watching Robbie Cano play, and I still think he has enough to, to be competitive. So my point is, if you look at their roster, where does Freddie Freeman fit? Unless you tra- Are you trading... Are you trading Pete Alonzo? No. Are you just going to eat the remaining amount of money on Robinson Cano's deal? No. The th- no, Alonzo would have to be your DH. Right. Alonzo, Alonzo would be your DH. Or then Freddie what is Freeman. Robinson but can- Freddie Freeman's a, a much better first, first baseman than. Yeah. Uh, to me, Alonzo's a better. Alonzo's probably a better overall power hitter. Luke Foyt sucks. Alonzo's a great DH guy. He'd be a great. Alonzo's a taller. I guess you want to say healthier version of Luke Foyt. Mm, way better, dude. Way better. Way better of a talent. But I get what you're saying. He's a lumbering goon is what he is. I hate his guts. He annoys the shit out of me. But he's a much he's not- better talent than Luke Voigt. Much better. Yes, I don't much know if I better talent. Much better. much better talent. Better, yes. He's a much, m- better. much better talent. I think they both are terrible at the position. Yeah. I mean, they're very comparable in that sense. Sure. I think uh, yeah, better. Yes, better. Better. I wouldn't say much better. Like Mike Trout is much better than Aaron Hicks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, I don't know. Whatever, I don't care. So, like, to me, if I'm looking at this logically, signing Freddie Freeman from the Mets perspective is just a total fuck you, I can do this of maneuver. Of course. They'd I don't sign- think it makes any 
I don't think it makes any sense from a baseball perspective based on their roster. No, it would be a fuck you, dude. It would be a fuck let's you. See, let's actually see what's left on Robinson Cano's deal. If it's one year, then maybe they would do something like that. I don't think it's long. I think it's one or two years. I really do. Well, Brody, I mean, I don't know what the hell Brody was thinking when he made that deal. I didn't think it was a bad deal at the time. No, it was terrible. Yeah, you have to understand, though, the Mets were just a fucking train wreck. All right, his deal expires after 2023, but that's $48 million they would have to eat if they released him. Yeah, you don't. I know the guy's got $14 billion, but, I mean, at some point, don't you you operate as a business? You don't release him because... Yeah, will he have to split time? Like, does it suck that a guy making $48 million is probably not going to play, um, you know, nearly every day? Sure, but he's a great fucking piece to have on the bench. He's a great, especially with the DH, where you're going to want to DH more guys that, that play the field instead of taking them out of the lineup and you pop Cano in there. Don't forget, Robbie Cano uh, plays first base too. So if you need to give, you know, Alonzo a full day off and you want to throw Freddie Freeman at DH, you pop fucking Cano at first base. Anyone could play first. He's going to be, I mean, he's going to be 40 years old and not having not played last year. I don't know what you're really expecting out of him. You're just not going <laughs> to cut him though. You're not going to. Yeah, but you get, all right. I, well, you're going to, you're going to sit a guy that makes $24 million on your bench to do nothing. You might as well cut him then. If you're not going to commit to no, him you're playing gonna every day, him. you're going to use him. You're going to use him here and there. He's a lefty bat. So my he, point is, though, where does now? And don't forget, they have Dom Smith, who they need to find at bats for as well, unless they're trading him. Maybe where where does Freddie Freeman fit on the Mets? That's my that's my what I'm saying is that if he winds up on the Mets, it's because Steve Cohen just said, "Fuck you, I can do this." You know, when Billy Madison, uh, when. Uh, What's his name? Dave Buscemi. What's his name? What's the dude's name that plays crazy eyes and uh, Steve Buscemi? Steve Buscemi when he has the list of people and he he's crossing them off that fucked uh-huh. him over in high school. The murder list. The murder list. Steve Cohen has a list, but it's only of one guy, and it's Brian Cashman. And he'll do anything to fucking murder him, and that's well, think- all it comes down to. Considering that they don't even play in the same division, I think that's incredibly short-sighted and stupid. But, you know. Because Steve Cohen Cohen has proven by being on Twitter and trying to be funny and be cute that he doesn't really care. He cares about the the fan base loving him. And how would petty Met fans love their owner if they're not going to win a World Series, which I think they will have a decent chance at in the next couple years? Oh, screwing over the Yankees. That's his strategy right now. Well, because, as again, it just doesn't, <laughs> it never computed to me that Met fans were more worried over the Yankees losing than, say, the Phillies or the Braves. It but, seemed like it was a, a very vocal and yeah large portion of that fan base that were like, oh, the Yankees lost tonight. But meanwhile, the Mets lost and so did, and then the Phillies, Braves, and Marlins all won, and now you're in fourth place. Yeah, well, the the great thing is is that the joke's on Steve Cohen because uh, I don't know if he's paid attention to the Yankees, but they don't uh, they don't necessarily uh, spend money like they used to. 
And uh, I don't know if any of these guys are even on the Yankees' radar. Like well, Freddie Freeman, know. Freddie Freeman, right now to me, even though there's been reports of, you know, major interest from the Yankees, still a fucking pipe dream. I don't, I don't trust them to make the right move and the good move anymore at all. Then you know what? Well, I looked at spot track the other day, and with arbitration, if the Yankees make zero maneuvers, zero, and just bring back the exact guys they have on their forty man, they're already over the luxury tax. Oh yeah, you said that. So the Brian Cashman's going to have to do some maneuvering. If Hal's not going to open up the checkbook, he's going to have to make some maneuvers. They cannot bring this fucking. I'm sorry, they can't bring this team back. This is not they a will. good team. They will. They will. Want to know why? Because the playoffs are going to be expanded, and the Yankees Correct. will always be good enough Correct. to finish 500. Correct. They will always be good. They Proving will always be good enough. Point. Proving my point. But now. Imagine, because you said it, I think it was you a couple weeks ago, that said, who who has always driven the price up? The New York Yankees. So, not only are teams going to hurt by the Yankees not spending money, our players going to hurt by the Yankees not spending money if they were to sign them, they're going to hurt because the Yankees aren't even going to be in the market anymore. Because they don't have to be because they will definitely still make the playoffs even as shitty as they are. Uh, they can't bring... I, 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 the more and more I think about it, too, and I love Rizzo, he can't be the first baseman next year either. <laughs> not if Freddie Freeman's on the table, dude. I'm sorry. If you're not going to... I always say this, and we'll stop here because it's running long now. If you're not going to spend the money, spend the prospects. That's it. Not going to spend the prospects, spend the money. They don't do either. Do... Do one of the two, either get Olsen in here or get Freeman in here. Obviously, I want Freeman. We went over this a hundred times why I want him specifically here. But if you're not going to do that, Matt Olsen has to be the fucking first baseman. Correct. And I, this is a coming from a guy that loved Anthony Rizzo on this team. Correct. He did. Thought he was great here. But he's, he's now become the safe option, the Yankee thing to Correct. do. Which... Which the Yankee thing used to do used to be getting Freddie Freeman. Correct. Which is why, again, part of the reason why I want Freddie Freeman on this team because it was the Yankee thing to do to go out there and make that type of maneuver. Yep. Now the Yankee thing to do is to get incrementally better by while incrementally raising your payroll and then being like, oh, this is good enough. So we'll hope that you thought this show was good enough. And if you did, please leave us a uh, rating five stars. No less, please. Yeah, please anything keep less, it to yourself if it's anything less. Anything less is uncivilized. If you're old enough to know where that's from, congratulations. Um, you're old as fuck like I am. If uh, I completely lost my train of thought. But thank you very much for your continued support of the podcast. Thank you for listening to episode 272 uh maybe i'll be here next week maybe i won't i'm having uh my wisdom tooth pulled on saturday so we'll see what happens maybe chris will sgr is still on assignment maybe he'll come back maybe he won't maybe it will just be chris all by himself interesting times ahead interesting times ahead but thank you very much for listening chris say goodbye N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankees 
sports talk Swinging for the fences, knock it out the park This is New York, Yankee sports talk Christian and Chris, of course SGR This is New York, Yankee sports talk Call me New York, Yankee sports talk Record rain and shine, grab your shades and umbrellas NYYST, you're hanging with the fellas